Markets have now turned into the red after starting the day in the green. Vijay Rakesh is with us, Managing Director and Senior Analyst in Semiconductors and Automotive Technologies with Mizuho Americas. Thank you for being with us, Vijay. I wanted to break down the current state of what we're seeing in the tech sector of chips, right? You look at the market, um, there have been some real name. I don't think it's a group. I mean, you could give us your group thought, but there's certainly specific t stories one by one. What's the group thought for those who like to buy the ETFs? Yeah, thanks, Nicole. Thanks for having me on. I think overall, we continue like the tech space and semiconductors. All we are saying is, after a pretty strong 100% run um, from the depths of uh, 2020, uh, and even year to date, uh, they have outperformed the NASDAQ, um, we are just being a little bit more selective on the space. So we are saying, you know, might we rotate within the space from some of the more, uh, uh, you know, cyclical auto industrial markets, which have seen a pretty nice rebound, um, and to a little bit more of the uh, PC and handsets, which have corrected quite a bit. So overall, we continue to like the socks as a whole. I think the socks uh, uh, should you know benefit from the underlying trends in semis um, that continue to be strong on the handset side, memory side, even uh, semi-cap equipment because every uh, ODM, every IDM wants to build a fab. So it's going to keep uh, wafer fab spending high into 2022. So. Uh, we're just being a little bit more selective and moving from some, one part of the semi-universe uh, to the other side, that's all. Right, and that was my point, you know, because we, we paint it with a broad brush, but then you have particular names that have their own pieces of news. I know that you've been watching NXP and Microchip. Tell me a little bit about these names and what kind of calls you're putting out there now. Yeah, absolutely. I think NXP and uh, Microchip, we continue to like, you know, these names have shown very strong execution, very strong management through the downturn, through the, given the supply constraints. But all we are saying is, as you look in the back half, now that China has fully recovered, we're starting to see a little bit of a slowdown in China in terms of auto sales. The June quarter auto sales in China was down 5% year on year, partly due to supply constraints. But again, inventory has normalized there. And as you look at the back half, what you're seeing is, the recovery on the automotive side is a little bit more, uh, you know, uneven. And so this morning, some of the auto suppliers came out and cut the VP numbers, uh, light vehicle production numbers for 2021, uh, and talking about a little bit more of an uneven recovery into Q3 and Q4. So we think that sets up a challenge for many of these analog uh, suppliers, uh, which have had a pretty good in the last three, four quarters. They're up pretty significantly. And so we decided to take some chips off the table and move it to names like On Semi or Allegro, which we think uh, are big turnaround stories, have the, have the capability of being taken out, consolidation targets, but also you know, names um, such as uh, Skyworks or Qualcomm, which have get, gotten hit in the June quarter, given the slowdown with COVID uh, shutdowns in India and Malaysia, which now start to recover, are starting to recover. And these names position well into the second half with uh, kind of an Apple launch, and even the China handset ecosystem starting to come back. Um, also, like we mentioned, WFE, uh, Wafer Fab Equipment, uh, Semicap, uh, names like LAM and AMAT um, should be good beneficiaries, especially uh, given uh, continued foundry spending into the back half. And uh, even if you look at next year, capacity being added across the supply chain. So, Yeah, I see how you're saying to, to rotate into the areas of growth, handsets, 5G. Um, is this away from automotive? Is that what's happening? And where does names like 
NVIDIA where you have a buy and you have a buy rating on NVIDIA, I believe, and also yes. Seagate buy. Uh, we have a buy on NVIDIA. We definitely see continued strength within the lead times on their key parts, um, the A10, Ampere A10, A30, uh, the T4 entrancing is all extending now to almost 20, 26 weeks, and the lead times actually extended given the very strong demand. There's always a little bit of investor concern with uh, some of the crypto issues uh, going around with the Ethereum hard fork uh, coming up in August, um, going to proof of stake if that could impact on the GPUs numbers. But overall, uh, I believe NVIDIA is very solidly uh, on the AI roadmap. They dominate that uh, and they continue to dominate that into 22, um, given some of the strength of the order ramps. Uh, Seagate, we have a neutral, uh, but again, we raised our price target on it because uh, they are the beneficiary of a pretty strong hard disk drive outlook into the back house, some of it driven by uh, proof of space uh, demand from some of the cryptos out there. Um, and that could be a near-term headwind, a near-term, sorry, near-term tailwind uh, into the second half uh, for Seagate. So definitely helping on the pricing side uh, and some clearing outs on the inventory on the on the hard disk drive side as well. So uh, on both Seagate and WD uh, Western Digital, both of them should be a beneficiary of uh, not just hard disk drive but NAND uh, strength into the back half. So. I see. All right. And I'm glad you brought in about the mining and Bitcoin part of it as well. It's great to chat with you. Thank you so much. Vijay Rakesh, thank you for uh, giving us the outlook on chips at Mizuho Americas. Thank you, Vijay. Thanks, Pleasure. Coming up next.